Dave Schultz joins us right now. He's partner at uh, Leger, and they put together what they call the Happiness Index. Is this a yearly thing, Dave? This is uh, the first of what will be a regular post we have. So this, we wanted to get a sense of where Canada was at on our index, and then we're tracking people who can go online and log in and fill out their own happiness index, and we're going to continue to report these results on a regular basis. Okay, this is a national survey, so across Canada, and what were the findings as far as the happiness index is uh, is concerned? Well, first off, we're a pretty happy bunch in Canada. Um, the uh, And across Canada, it's fairly consistent. Uh, we do find that Maritimes, our Atlantic provinces, and Quebec are the happiest. Unfortunately, Ontario reported the lowest happiness scores uh, coming out of this. Um, and we also find that... Uh, what drives happiness is really a sense of freedom, living the life you've dreamed, um, and also to a certain degree, uh, our personal finances. So we find that the older you are and the more uh, personal finances and your household income you have, people tend to score happier. Okay, so who's the happiest, happiest as far as age goes? Uh, over 55 would be the happiest that we see. And uh, when we look at other happiness work that we've done in the past, a lot of happiness is about being satisfied, as our, our drivers to this happiness show us, satisfied with where you're at. We find that this comes with a little bit of uh, a maturity and uh, acceptance that this is a, a good life that I'm leading and have led, and not so much looking ahead or looking back. So the over 55 crowd seem to have that right. Only 8% said that their finances was a key driver of their happiness. Do you buy yeah. that? Well, I, I do to a certain degree because uh, we did a survey quite a, uh, several years back looking at global happiness. And Nigeria, which had one of the lowest uh, per capita incomes of all the countries in the, we surveyed in the world, had some of the highest happiness scores. So I think money doesn't necessarily buy happiness. It certainly helps. Mm -hmm. We do find that if you have a higher income, you are happier in our survey, but it's not the key driver. But so can you really compare, you know, Nigeria to Canada? We have different expectations. We really do. We really do. And I think part of those expectations are what keep us from being even happier. Okay. Uh, and, and I don't know if it's necessarily expectations, but it's desires. Mm -hmm. If I'm always wanting something that I can't have, I'm never going to be entirely happy. Now, having a higher income sometimes helps me have those things that I can't have, but it isn't what it's all about. So that's why we find it 8% uh, of happiness is driven by finances, but we also see that the more finance or more household income you have, the higher your happiness. So it's, it's a, bit of a, a bit of a dichotomy there. Where does work fit in? Uh, work comes into play. We, we have to be happy at work. We like to be recognition from our peers and family members is as important as personal finances. Um, and it's interesting also, and just to go a little bit off that, but our, per, our romantic relationships, our personal relationships are as important as our personal finances. So there's a, there's a mix of health, work, relationships, and finances all combined driving about 30% of our happiness. Well, when you're talking about romantic interest, it depends on where you are in your relationship. Because let's face it, if you're at the beginning, there's a lot of chemicals at play. <laughs> there is, definitely. And I think that drives up our happiness a fair bit. Um, and, but we also find part of the index questions that we ask is, are you satisfied with your relationship? 
and we find that people who tend to report higher on that, and we find that people who tend to report that they have uh, a broader friend network even tend to score happier. Yeah, I, I heard recently that um, single women might be among the most happy people out there. What did you find out about that, or did you break it down that much? We, we didn't break it down to that level, but that is something that happiness literature does show. Uh, which is a sad state for us, us men, uh, that not having us in a, a woman's life or in a, any sort of partner in their life makes them happier. Um, but, but in general, we do find that a, even if you're a single person, a friend network helps to keep your happiness higher. Uh, what was one of the most shocking things that you learned in this happiness index, Dave? Well, I, I think normally we would expect uh, Atlantic Canada and Quebec to be a little bit happier. And, tr- and traditionally, joie de vivre from Quebec drives a lot of happiness. And Atlantic Canadians, whenever we do surveys with them, we find that they're scoring higher than a lot of the country. I was surprised at how level the playing field is on happiness in Canada. Regardless of where you're from, we're generally happy here. And if you compare to our American counterparts, we are significantly happier than than our American friends. And does any of this have to do with politics? It could right now. I think in general, uh, we've always found that Canada is a bit of a happier nation than uh, than Americans. We tend to be more accepting of what we have, and Americans tend to be looking for more on a regular basis. I really appreciate you joining us, Dave. Thanks so much. And uh, so this is going to be an annual thing that we'll keep track of, and so I'm sure we'll be talking to you again. You will see it more and more. We all want to be happy. Excellent. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Kelly. Have a great day. All right. So that is uh, Dave Schultz, partner at Leger, uh, talking about the happiness index. I don't know. Only 8% say this. Th- their finances was a key driver of happiness. Anybody else want to call BS on that? 8%? That yeah. seems low. I think when you are happy, I think your financial stability allows you to be happier because then you can engage in things worry-free that um, they might not cost you anything, but you still, you don't have those financial woes hanging over your head. I think they really cloud things. Yeah. You're not worried. You're not nervous. You're not scared. You're not, all those things that do come along with, you know, having bills to pay and creditors coming after you and things like that. I was going to say a wise man once said, mo money, mo problems. Mo money, mo problems. You believe that? Because I think you can, if your expectation goes up with more money, then you've got problems. If you're like, all of a sudden, woo, I got more money, I'm going to have everything I want, then I think you're going to have some problems because your expectations have changed. But if you get more money and your expectations haven't changed, then I think you you enter this place where you go, okay, well, now I'm comfortable. But it's really about like not, when, when he was comparing, you know, uh, Nigeria to Canada and the happiness level... Look, when you don't have a lot, and I have been to Kenya, which is, you know, obviously in Africa, and I've met some people that are basically, it's day to day. So when you don't, when you have to walk seven hours to get your water, yeah, little things make you happy. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I don't know if you can compare the two lives. It's just, the more you have, sure, the more problems you can have, but I think when you... Uh, have your expectations in check and your expectations don't elevate with the state of your finances, then you reach this place where you're happy. Yeah, like his example of of Nigeria, or rather... uh, I think it was Nigeria. Nigeria, yeah. It it really is a matter of survival. When your happiness is, oh, we have food and water today, that 
that's a, a relatively easy thing to fulfill. When your happiness or other things that are untangible, and especially in a Western country like Canada, you do sort of tie your happiness to these weird intangible things. And it yeah, really what does makes you happy? become more of an abstract. For me, what makes me happy is not being worried about a bank account. And there I you know go. that really it comes down to it. Not being worried that I've got bills to pay. Not being worried that I'll run out of money before I run out of bills. That, to me, really does make everything else happy. It makes my relationship with my wife happier. Yeah, and, and makes, I think yeah. that that's an honest answer. Yeah. So 8% saying it's not tied to the finances, I think it's BS. Well, I just don't think anybody wants to make it seem like their finances are attached to their money because that'll make them seem shallow. And the reality is that's not a shallow place to be. If you feel like financially you can pay your bills and get by. Yeah, that's just a realist.